guys and welcome back to yet another episode, as we always say, of Quest of Stupidity, episode 43. With me, Bearded, Cass, and Ricky. How are you guys doing today? I'm fucking pissed. Somewhat normal when it comes to you, sometimes not, no. so not too much of a surprise, but fair enough. Not actually normal, not the amount of pissed off I am today. Fair enough. So... Yeah, I will have my TED talk later. I'm I'm a bit slow today. You're a bit slow. Yeah, a little bit slow in the head and uh, lazy, just relaxing, having a, you know, chill day, <laughs> without anything to help out with the chillness, you know. Mm, but yeah. I do have a monster, which is dedicated for the podcast to drink. Nice, I would have nice. liked to take in it earlier, which I did, but you know, it's for what it was for the food. Anyways, I just I, I do have some candy and, and whatnot, but I'm always hankering for something extra when I'm bored at home. But if I don't have any money and can't buy anything, then that sucks. Indeed. Me myself is dead as tired because I hardly slept anything last night, which is just lovely. But okay. here we are. Anyway, one is pissed, one is tired as fuck, and one is lazy. Mm. Nice combo. Yeah. So today we're just gonna be lazy. <laughs> no, but today we're gonna talk a bit about uh, apocalypses. Mm. More specifically, zombie apocalypse. Mm. And a bit of how much prepared are we actually if something like this ever would break out. Sponsored by Back for Blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we have been playing Back for Blood pretty much all week. Or last week it was released, right? Yeah, last yeah, week. Last week. <laughs> we played almost literally every fucking day. I think yesterday was the only day we didn't play. Sounds about right. Yeah. I think Ricky did play a little bit yesterday, but like all together we didn't play yesterday, no. No. But yeah, we finished the game. I thought it was very fun and I came up with the idea like, uh, what if uh, we were the cleaners hunting the zombies? Not not the zombies, what were they called? Rhythm. The, the Rhythm. The Rhythm, as it's so stupidly called in the game. <laughs> so I, I felt like, why not do an episode talking about what would we do if this happened to us, basically. Like yeah. an apocalypse zombie ridden outbreak I would probably be dead by day one <laughs> if I wasn't with some people who were prepared which would be you guys let's go no that, that was a sad horn <laughs> <laughs> no, no some word wah, 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 wah. I, I bet Ricky would probably call them in you know do the whole air horn and like come here zombies da, ta, 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 you know <laughs> yeah. he would do the uh, the shooty shoot he would do the dumb shit he would be nah. hitting them in the face with his palm <laughs> with his face <laughs> fist fists just shank them to death <laughs> but i don't know I, I i just feel personally that i wouldn't survive for far too long but maybe i would i don't know maybe i would be the lucky guy who's like not getting bitten or Hit or clawed or whatever, you know. <laughs> he would be, be like Evan and uh, uh, fuck is his name. Uh, Evan Angelo? Never catch a guy's name. I don't know what you're talking about. So, the, what do you guys the, think about apocalypses? <laughs> do you want it to happen? I want it to happen so I can fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> somewhat it would be nice, somewhat it would not be nice. I mean, I'm prepared. <laughs> Fuck it. You're <laughs> living in the middle Let's of the go. woods. <laughs> Guns everywhere, ready for anything. I think you're just men mentally prepared. You don't have stuff at home so you can survive for years upon years if there's a zombie outbreak. No, I'm mentally prepared, but I mean, I would be physically prepared as well. If I would hear, you know, that there's this virus, you know, and everybody's stocking up or anything like that, or I got like... I... How to put it, like, if a friend, you know, you know, who lives in the area where the infection started, and he's like, yeah, this shit happened, I would start stocking up, you know, before everyone else. So, no, so you have everything you need, you have canned goods that's, like, good for years, you, like, start prepping, you know, 
building fences, starting your own um, settlement in a way, you know, like, since I'm living out here in the woods, nobody would, like, question if I put up a fence that's, like, two or three meters tall. Mm. Nobody would question that. Maybe the neighbors, but, I mean, like, they don't care, you know? I would start, like, having a farm, farm for vegetables and stuff like that to survive, stock up on, like, livelihood, like, maybe buy a cow or two, you know, so you could get, like, some type of meat, mm. like, something like that, just, like, overall thinking um, to survive. Thinking big uh, here, I hear. Yeah, I mean, like, I do really want this to happen. I've been dreaming <laughs> about this since I was, like, 15 or something. That's just marvelous. Uh, it's like what they call it in the U.S. is kind of a, you're a prepper. That's what it's called. Because mm-hmm. you have like guns prepared. You have a uh, gas mask in case it's like a air infected virus or something like that. You have filters so you will survive. You have a way to produce filters or clean them or something like that to reuse. I mean like everything like that. I don't have all that, but I would be prepared. Yeah. It sounds nice. Definitely know your thing here. I wouldn't even be thinking about masks, building walls or anything. I would be like, uh, I don't know, hiding, but, hiding inside maybe. I, I would do that, you know, I wouldn't do anything. But so I mean, that's like, why I would die so quickly because I would just be hiding, eat whatever I have close by. I wouldn't even dare to go to the store and steal a can of soup, you know. <laughs> Like, you have to be prepared. I feel like where I live, I would not do this. I would rather go to, like, an abandoned, um, like, house or something like that's, like, playing out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And start this. Mm, Yeah. So it's, like, it's only me and the people that I know I can trust. You know, like, I would bring you guys... Um, I would bring my girlfriend, I would bring my dad, my mom, uh, my grandmother, uh, my brother, my sister, her two kids, like, just close people overall. Yeah. And if we need a sacrifice, I would throw out Bearded first. Fair enough. If he's still not fat, I did not say fat, but if he's still fluffy, I'm gonna throw him out first, because <laughs> then they can feed on him first. <laughs> The bony ones, they're going to survive because they're going to look like the rest of them. I would be like, women and kids first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How how does your ideal apocalypse look like if you try to survive? uh, Well, how would you do? What would you do compared to how we have said so far? Pretty much I would, uh, if I would get like a head start about it, I get some early info about it. I would just stock up with my grandpa because he's already living out in the middle of nowhere. He actually has two shotguns, one one hunting rifle and one hunting shotgun. So, you know, just stock up out there, try to build up a good enough uh, defensive area and try to bring as many family members as possible. Okay, but let's switch the scenario. Let's say no heads up or nothing like that. It just happens. Yeah, yeah. And that's, when it happens... That's what I was thinking, you know. It's just uh, it's yeah. just going on right now, you know. You can't prepare yeah. anything. You, you can't prepare anything if it's just going on right now. Okay. You just hear a bunch of screams outside like, oh my god. You know, you see the zombies and the big monsters as well, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about the big monsters. Coming from on the ground, zombies. you know. Like, ah, you know. <laughs> No, okay, just zombies, just zombies, basic, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, I would just wait out. I would just literally sit in here and wait out all the screens until everything has somewhat calmed down and then try my best to get out to my grandpa, to the house. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would do, you know. I would just be inside, as I said, you know, and mm. probably die eventually when leaving outside. Maybe cover myself in some gore and see if that works, you know, as they do in this series. Maybe they won't recognize me and I go like, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I'm just saying that would be me. That's just boring answer, but uh, that would probably be it, you know. Well, first of all, I would call, like, 
the people I love the most. Just to check if uh, if they're not close by, I would call them, check up, see how they're doing, tell them to lock their doors and wait for me. And then tell them that, like, if I'm coming to pick them up or something like that, I'm going to knock in a specific way so they know that it's me. Mm. Cool. So, so people know that, ah, oh, shit, if someone's trying and they're knocking and saying, oh, it's me, then they don't open until they know it's like a special knock or something like that. Um... I would probably uh, take some thick clothes, uh, uh, cut up plastic and stuff like that, put it on my arms, legs, um, maybe like my stomach, like uh, places where it's like easy to reach and bite or something like that if it's like a biting thing. Yeah, like weak points. Yeah. I, I don't think plastic will help you. Depends on what the plastic is. If it's thick plastic, you know, hmm. it can help for a bit. At least it's help you. To slow them down, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably do something like that. Put on uh, maybe like a gas mask or something like that. So I have my face covered in case it's spreading in a different way. Uh, prepare like prepare everything at home. See if I have any weapons, any way of defending myself. Uh, probably get in a car and drive to a certain spot and hide it. Uh, lock lock it so nobody can use it, you know? Mm. So I have a plan to, like, in case shit goes bad, there's the car, it's fully gassed, let's go. Yeah. Mm. You're uh, so prepared. Prop- <laughs> like, pick up the people mm. I need the most, and then just go. Mm. Find this cabinet, start working on it. Yeah. And then, and uh, then you'll be there, survive for as long as possible go get some rations and stuff when needed and just try to yeah. survive i guess yeah but i would be the rude one to be honest i would be pretty evil in that case because hmm. let's say they drop like supplies and stuff like that so we could survive if i have guns and weapons and stuff like that i'm gonna take it by force mm-hmm. i'm gonna run to the nearest police station grab everything i can hmm. body armor uh, like riot gear, stuff like that, riot shields, uh, guns, knives, clothing, equipment, everything. I would just rob them of that, you know, take it, kill people in that case just to survive because I need to survive. What if you get hurt or if you get killed or something like, uh, you don't know, maybe you feel like I'm invincible, I can get whatever I want, but what if you... No, I'm not going to feel What if someone like... comes like, I get this, again. Or do my eye. <laughs> then you can't do anything. <laughs> no, but then I'm dead. Yeah. Then I'm dead. Too bad. Th- and that, you lay that... there like, ah, hell of a toxo. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to think smart about it. Like, okay. not to go to the, like, the obvious place for people to go looking if you're inside of town. Where is that? It's the police station. Maybe. Right? I wouldn't think and about people that. Who live... I would just... Go to the grocery store, I guess. Yeah, but like some people will think like, oh, we got to get prepared. They think guns, knives, you know, weapons, grenades, everything like that. You know, they need, they're thinking we need to be prepared. Everybody's going to go to the police station or something like that. Like a mm. hardware store me, and stuff. Yeah, me personally, I would go to a police station where I know people don't live nearby. Yeah. Because huh. then it's going to be less resistant. Then you could just like lie your way in there. And they're maybe they're gonna help you, maybe not. You know, do do something like that, mm. or just look for like weapons um, cases. You know. Yeah. There's probably gonna be different stages throughout this uh, apocalypse, whatever you wanna call it. Like in the beginning, you know, it's it's crazy and all that, but people do have their covers. They the police is still uh, you know at the police station and stuff, and and then later on when it gets more crazy, more people dead, more zombies running around and shit. Uh, then you can probably start going to the police station where they have evacuated the buildings and whatnot. So it, it's not like in the start where you can go. Maybe it's maybe it's empty. I don't know. But you know, maybe you gotta be quick. But then there will be like a bunch of people everywhere, and they will be killing you as soon as they see you. But you, you probably need to lay low for a while until you can go out there when there's no people because zombies you gotta look out for them but people will be even more crazy and fucking kill you Hmm. (laughs) 
for yeah, but and I mean, get the stuff that, that they need before you, you know. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it'll guns. be a challenge. Hmm. Or you just know people where you can get like guns, knives, equipment from. Because hmm. to them, money's gonna be useless. Yeah, of course. If the society crashes and they know that I got this, I can help, but I need help in return. Yeah. So you know, but I would probably like. If I knew a guy that I knew was like, ah, he's sketchy, but he can get me this shit. You know, I would help him to a certain point until I get the guns. And then you shoot him. Yes. Nice. No, no, because like, I can't trust him. I don't know. He's sketchy. He's giving me guns. I'm helping him. Everything is fine. Like, what doesn't tell you that when you get to this spot where you like picked out, prepared, everything like that, he just shoots you instead Mm. so he can survive. But what if you know? he's not alone? You you are alone, and then you go meet him up. He has his buddies. You check out the weapons and shit. You need to fight five strong men with big penises, <clears throat> and then survive. <laughs> but I mean, I would never go alone doing that. Shit. All right, okay. You would have someone with you, I guess. Okay, and then you yeah. both, you team up. You kill the guys, kick them in the big penis. <clears throat> but I mean, if if you're like me, then you're already prepared, you know. Okay, I see. But what if they yeah, all have a, like a sniper on the roof, like bam, ready to shoot you in the penis? Sorry, I'm I just don't try <laughs> to paint the picture. No, but I I don't really, I don't see the picture about someone shooting someone in a in a dick. No, okay. Because you're I just I trying to be clearly. no no, you're just being a dick. No yeah, no no penis. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're being a penis but um no what i'm saying is that in that type of situation people wouldn't think clear they would not make those precautions or anything like that they would just go with the flow and be like oh do you have money or something like that do you have food do you have shelter or something like that they're mm-hmm. gonna think like that you you're gonna go back to survival instincts or if you're smart you know someone who owns like a crossbow or a bow something like that because arrows are quiet, and you can be quite stealthy, and you, you like you earn a lot more on being stealthy in the apocalypse than being loud. The only time I would be loud is if I see this like they drop food supplies or water or something like that. Then I would go conquer it and claim it for my own because I need it and the people I'm staying with need it. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't know, like, if it was a mom and daughter, I don't know. I've seen so many movies about this. So, you know, my mind says, shoot them right on the spot. <laughs> Can't trust no one. Mm. You know? Hell yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, they're like, oh, but we need a little bit of water and a little bit of food. <laughs> it's, <Pug>. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Bang, bang. Yeah. That, that would Do be you. you. I, I feel like, yeah. Right on, man. Right on. But, like, it's a necessary evil, I would say. Yeah, you only care about yourself and the people closest to you. If some kid comes up, like, hey, can I get the, I... a piece of your penis, a uh, bread? <laughs> <laughs> and, For fuck's and sake. And then you're like, no, but <coughs> hit him in the face and all oh, he's dead, turns no, into a no, zombie but... and bites you. No, but I mean, like, let's say if the kid is alone and his parents are dead, yeah, then I would trust him, you know? I would say, yeah, but come with me. What if he's you know? a con artist at five? But then I would know. I would know that. <laughs> okay. You would know that. Cause Probably, like, yeah. I'm just trying to would turn, be... you know, to see what your uh, thing is to to do when the thing But the goes thing is, like, you would, you would know if it's, like, their, uh, their parents told them to do something or someone told them to do something because they're going to ask a lot of questions and they're going to be very specific about certain stuff. And then you know you can't trust that kid. Then you're going to leave it alone. And if you leave it alone, the people are going to come up. They're going to show up and say, hey, fuck you. This is ours. Step the fuck back. Yeah. And that's when they show up with like kitchen knives and something like that and think they're big talk. That's when you pull out the fucking Makarov, Tokarev, whatever you got planned or hiding on you, you know. AA-12 fully automatic shotgun. I want to see you try to hide that. <laughs> but I mean, like having like 
I would always, like in a zombie apocalypse, I would never trust anyone. I would always have a handgun on me. Yeah. Nice. It doesn't matter if it's you guys, because if I get a feeling that I don't trust you anymore, you're gonna know about that. Yeah, yeah. fucking shoot me, bro. <laughs> no, I won't shoot you, but I would take, like, if I gave you a gun, I would take your gun and say, you don't need a gun when you're working as a chef. Okay. You know? Or I would say, yeah, why, why do you need body armor when you're working as a chef? I would strip you down. Yeah. And do then that, I would bro. like... Strip me down. <laughs> you know, so you don't have any gear or anything, like anything useful. Yeah. Then I would just take you in the middle of the night, bag over your head, tie your like hands and, mm, uh, and legs, yes. and then just throw you out. Mm. And just leave you there for the fucking walkers to mm, eat you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I like I probably would turn to you uh, sooner or later Ricky, because I know you are a survivalist you know how to deal with things you are smart, you know how to talk your way through things and you you're not the dumb fuck that would just rush into things, like you would really think it through in any possible way. Like say we go to Citigross for a, a ration run. You would think of at least 50 different ways to how to get in and how to get out. And how to deal with if something would go sideways. Maybe. <laughs> I don't want to say too much. Because you know then if people hear this. And then they're going to turn to me if there's ever an apocalypse. Like, hello, I need your help. What would you do in this situation? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. But, but what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is that Cass would actually be the person that survives the longest of us two. Or us three, I mean. Nice. To be honest. Maybe. Because I don't have anything. Like, I don't overthink all this yeah, stuff. But I would be like, oh yeah, shit, shit a zombie, and, I, and then I go another way, you know, I don't, I don't get hit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, like, he would be the person that it's like, you see him, and you know you're not threatened by him. You see his, like, <laughs> natural calm, and it's like, we could need one of those guys, mm, yeah. you know, for like, even if it's like, just uh, regular labor in your, like, safe haven or something like that mm. you're gonna pick him up because you know that he's not gonna survive and if you offer him food bed and like warmth during the nights yeah and a roof over his head he's not gonna say no no so i mean like if he got a good offer he would take it if someone else says oh here's a better offer you know he would be smart and take the other offer and just go and continue to live on yeah 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 that, that's so about i feel right. like the only time he would die is if someone finds out that he betrayed him. Yeah. Which I wouldn't do. Maybe maybe it would be like I eat something and then they're like, oh shit, here is Tomas's ration and I maybe take it, you know. I just mm. took Tomas for an example there. Yeah. But, uh, and then I eat that, you know, and then he gets angry and then like, oh, you took my food. Then I get killed, you know. That's, that would probably be my, my end. <laughs> my downfall. Yeah. Taking someone's rations when I shouldn't have because I was a hungry fat boy. Me personally, I love as you guys know, I love helping people. Like it's my number one thing to do in life. But like go with you, Ricky, and get like sort of trained by you, be your young Padawan. You're the Jedi Master. Calm down now. <laughs> it's like learn your way of like shut off the feelings and think myself first flattery will get you nowhere no just to let you know yeah <laughs> but i like your thinking and you can continue with it but it doesn't get you anywhere just to let you know yeah no it's like learn like you said like you would be prepared to do the thing needed to survive like pop someone's head straight off if needed like i wouldn't be able to do that in like for sure, it's like okay, I need to pop this guy. Like I, I wouldn't be able to but, do that. Like it would take so much energy for me to just look away and pull the trigger, just to survive myself. But here's the thing: when you get to a situation where it's like kill or be killed, 
you're always gonna get to the point of fuck it i want to live yeah that's the way our brains are programmed and some people can never reach that part and i'm not saying that people are weak or they you know just because god exists or they believe in god or something like that they're gonna be fine or something like that the thing is you have to go to your former self which is the primitive like instincts where it's like survive hunt you know and try not to fucking die yeah become the berserker i want to be i don't want to sound crazy or anything and don't look at me differently because i say this but i think if i would kill someone i would probably like it <laughs> i would be like you know i want to murder more now like yeah <laughs> just to survive yeah, that is Cass so, you know, would and, literally become 100 percent 100 percent he would be the new fucking hitman in the I mean, settlement I, I i'm not saying that i will kill someone but if it if i had to you know die or be killed or whatever you said yeah uh, I would probably enjoy, you know, like, oh shit, I did it. Now I want to do it again. If someone comes, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking shoot you. Like, I will, I will be the guy to shoot first. Question, ask questions later. <laughs> no, you'll be the one to shoot mean, first. Never ask any questions. Yes. I, I mean, like that. That's Cast the thing. the assassin and Ricky's guide to the apocalypse. Buy the books today. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like that—that's the thing, because you could never know that you could take another human's life no, until no. you get to that point of starvation, that point of like uh, hopelessness or something like that. And if you know that, if I kill this person, I'm gonna feel really bad about it. But I get food, I get ammunition, I get water, I can survive. I get like if it's a gas mask thing, you know? Yeah. Where you have to have gas masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's filters, it's gas mask, it's protection, you know, it's everything. And when you get to this, what I'm thinking is just you go to the baser instinct of the inner animal of you. Mm. And I'm just feeling that some people like Cass, for example, if he ever gets to that point, I don't think he would like it, but mm. I don't think he would hate it either. I feel like he would be more of a because. Let me just explain Cass here. Uh, sorry, but I need to explain him so people understand why I'm thinking this way. And that is that Cass, he thinks through everything logically in his head. Mm-hmm. And That's there's true. always an explanation to everything he does. Sort of. And yeah. there's always a reason behind what he does, why he thinks the way he thinks. And like the person he is, is not complicated if you know him. But if you don't know him, you're going to find him a bit strange and like a bit uh, laid back he wouldn't like quiet you know he wouldn't speak too much he wouldn't say something Hmm. but i mean like if you take this all of this if he had to kill someone he would think it's either him or me Hmm. and then if he thinks of a reason like i deserve to survive because of blah 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 he's going to fucking do it he's gonna follow through so if he has a gun, he's going to shoot the other person. Yeah. All I'm saying is that Cass would be reasonable to take a life if he has, like, the motivation for it. There's, like, an explanation to why he does it. Yeah. Bearded, on the other hand, I feel like he's the type of person, he's very kind that he is. He would help a lot of people, but he would also destroy something for someone else it's the bad with the kindness because like if we have supplies and he takes these supplies a bit of it at least to help someone else they know we have supplies then we're fucked and that kindness has to go in a zombie apocalypse there's nothing like that (laughs) there is human kindness in one way but there's no trust and trust is something important. Yeah, and that's what I meant. Like, I want to be able to follow you and learn from you your ways. Like, how do I shut off the, that kind of kindness for my own good? Like, how do I, in the best way, learn to use it as a light switch to like turn it on and off with things? Yeah. But Ricky is uh, always is also very kind. To, yeah, 
everyone who deserves it you know he he sees like if you deserve my kindness he'll know right away like yeah, so and but you also know how to like not be kind so not in a, positive, a negative way but no, you, but you just know. know what's right for you and for the most of this whatever it is i i tend to like agree with your choices i guess you could say like i understand your reasoning behind if you should trust someone or if you shouldn't trust someone or you know i see your logic behind your decisions i guess i can say i just want to put it in that i feel that bearded is going to be the death of me in an apocalypse oh <laughs> okay and here's my explanation why uh-huh. and that is me and him go out scavenging we find the supplies and everything we need he sees two people that needs help he's like oh let's go help these guys and i'm like no let's not because they're gonna fuck us over and he's like no no i promise you it's gonna be fine walks into trap gets killed half the supplies of what we gathered is gone yeah. and they know he is with that guy. That guy has more supplies. Where is he going? Oh, he's going over there. Let's fuck them over. <laughs> uh, brings back memories to the good old Warzone days. <laughs> Rika yes. taking the sergeant uh, position on deciding what our uh, fire team is supposed to do. And I am the dumb one that don't listen. Like when he's in the middle of a sentence, he'll be like, Oh, look, there's two fucking idiots. Let's fuck them up. And he don't even get to take his breath to scream, no idiot, before I'm gone and running back screaming in the, on the top of my lungs that I need help. Bearded would be the guy who gets a gun loaded with blanks. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like we could touch upon a lot uh, uh, like uh, within this topic, but we need to, uh, to round things up here and end the episode. Yeah. We could probably talk more about this sometime in the future, but I, I, I just have a couple of questions before we go over to uh, moment of the week, as it's so nicely called. Yes, yes, Ricky? So you're saying there's maybe a part two of this? Ooh, could be, could be. Could be. Quest of Apocalypse part two. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows? You'll see in the title. We don't know yet. Maybe you do. Mm-hmm. Only the listeners will notice. Or we will know before them, but they, they will not yeah. read the title when yeah. this episode is so, yeah. uh, Whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, Continue, yeah. questions, go. Yes, I'm thinking, like, what would be your ideal or, like, the first primary weapon to use? Like, this you will always have at hand. Like, I can't go outside, get gather rations without this. I would try to, like, start off with a handgun. I guess a basic, simple pistol. Like, take the Swedish police... Pistol, is that? It's a Glock, right? 17, what the fuck is it? No, it's no. a Walter P99. Thank you. That is the standard issue weapon of Swedish police officers. Yeah. It's like, it's quick and easy to draw. It's no fuss. You don't have to do a lot of, like, body movement to get it forward. And then I was try to keep something at close hands on my back, just to, like, if I need to. How many bullets is it inside of that? It's about... 12 bullets Ooh. i think 11 yeah. or 12 bullets that's nice or maybe depending on the magazine i don't know it could be 15 if it's a double stack and not a single one yeah depending on the magazine hmm. but if it's a single stack then it's probably 11 so 10 in the magazine and one in the chamber yeah like if i could choose between anything uh, I don't know if you were done bearded, but I would. I'm just gonna say real quick what I want to have. It would be something, you know, like a so- assault rifle that can shoot a lot of bullets. So it like, you know, zombie dead, shot in the head. I can. I don't even have to reload for a while. You know, I run. I go away. I have like a big rifle. You know, kind of like that sort of thing. If I could get a hand of that, uh, either that or if I have like what I would call it from games. You know, a melee weapon. Yeah. Like, I don't know, a bat with a bunch of uh, fucking nails nails on it or something like that. I don't know. Maybe if I would swing it, it would just get stuck. And I stand like, oh, shit, stuck in the zombie, you know. And I, then I would be dead by the other zombies. But either that or like a rifle gun. 
before I go on to my weapon, yeah. just since you talked about this with the bat, I know a B-movie that I saw about a zombie apocalypse, they actually made a joke about this. So this guy, he was prepared, and he had a bat with a bunch of nails in it. Mm. And he hit one of these zombies in the head, and it got stuck. Yeah, yeah. That could happen. So he couldn't pull it. So he couldn't pull it out, and he got eaten. Yeah. Um, but it was like a real crappy movie. But it was just funny to see because it's like, people go like, "Oh, a nailed bat is gonna be the best way." Yeah. Um, I also want to touch per- upon uh, movies uh, later. Actually, uh, just real quick yeah. before the moment of the week. Yeah. Ricky, weapons yeah. go. Um, I don't know. I would either pick uh, some sort of Glock with a suppressor on it. Just to think that if the zombies are sound sensitive, mm. the suppressor are only going to notify a few of them and not all of them. And you can also, since in Sweden there's a large number of criminality, there's a lot of different guns. So, I mean, it depends on what kind of gun you get. The police, they use the Walter P99, like I said. So that's going to be a standard issue weapon. So maybe something like that with uh, with a silencer on it and just like a couple of extra mags. Or I would pick maybe a Glock since it's popular in the criminal world, something like that. Because I just want something, something small, snappy, so I know that if I get into a sticky situation, I can pull it out quick, be done with it, and then move over. Mm. Uh. Like I said, silence that bitch. Probably if I could have another weapon and not the Glock uh, as a primary, I would have like a hunting rifle. Mm-hmm. Some sort of hunting rifle with a suppressor and a scope on it just to be able to be further back, pick my targets, be careful, move up uh, slowly, something like that. Just to be a bit more tactical because mm. I feel like having an assault rifle, sure, it's fun and all, but ammunition. Yeah. And I mean, I mean I'm just like, I'm just thinking. I don't know. It's a, like a good uh, maxed out mag. I have extra stuff uh, on me. I can switch over quick. You know, I've learned the weapon. I'm a pro. You know. <laughs> that but, that but would I mean, be when... the ideal. I mean, I don't today. I could, I wouldn't be able to just go out with a weapon like that and, and be able to shoot Oh, but we're talking properly. ideal, like an ideal loadout of what I would have? Yeah, like, you know, you, you have learned the weapon, you know what to do, you know how to survive with it. What would be your ideal weapon like that way? That's my question. That is so wrong because you say one weapon and I need three. Well, yeah, sure, you can have three. I, I'm just going to have one or maybe a knife I'm as gonna, well. I don't know. I'm going to have three weapons. And that is going to be a suppressed Glock. Yeah, sure, we all have suppressed, okay? So it's quiet. Okay, good. All have suppressed. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be the Glock. It would be like a small Uzi or something. Hmm. Still very uh, maneuverable, easy to use. Something that is like uh, in good reach every time. And it's not something big and clumsy. And then I would have like some sort of sniper rifle. Hmm. Maybe have a hunting knife or something like that on me as well. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I feel like give me a simple pistol, and then like obviously suppressed, and then you just give me a fucking shotgun and a uh, hunting knife, like something bigger than something really robust. Right. I mean, yeah, sounds ideal. Sounds good. And then I also had a question, as mentioned before, uh, moment of the week, because we, now now we really drag this out a little bit here, but that's fine. Yeah, that's alright. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, like, do you have a, a favorite movie, you know, that is like apocalypse zombie related that you really enjoy and, and could recommend the, the listeners? Because I'm thinking of one that I've thought of directly, you know, when we started talking about uh, this, that I would like like to watch again soon um, I'm thinking of World War, World War Z yeah. oh yeah that's Same. a good one because uh, that, that is a really good movie I love the way they're thinking and everything they're doing uh, the guy is prepared um, <laughs> somewhat 
Or somewhat, at least, but he has, like, an idea of what he needs to do. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Um, yeah. The Pitt Brad. <laughs> I, I'm thinking Zombieland. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention that as well. I, I, I really like that movie. <laughs> the way this guy is so, like, yeah, prepared and stuff. He has stuff written down, you know. Yeah. And he, he does stuff so accurately. I don't know. Always like, double tap. Yeah. Wear a belt and stuff. I'm somewhere in between both of you. Like World War C instead and Zombieland, both great movies. Otherwise, like there's nothing. The only thing I can think of is The Walking Dead. Yeah, but that's also a really good uh, series. Uh, series and like a view of how it could be like and yeah, like give give not it does it, it's not made to to give us tips or anything, but it could be yeah. like uh, a good uh, tip on how to do stuff when yeah. whenever like just, this would happen. Yeah, because the thing with Walking Dead is that they literally start off from like this is the start. You're starting with nothing. And how they move forward in being more, having a better loadouts, more prepared, more people, and like really deal with rations and everything, like shelter and all of it. Mm. The, like there aren't more movies that I really have seen that I can think about, but there has been this movie called um, Warm Bodies, it's called. Where there is this zombie apocalypse in the world, uh, there's still people alive and stuff, and there is this one zombie that gets its uh, conscious back, whatever. So he 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 do he doesn't want to eat anyone. He doesn't want to kill anyone. Mm. And then he sees this human that he falls in love with, and all she sees is just a zombie in the beginning. But yeah. ends up uh, they they end up like uh, falling in love a little bit, which I. I feel like, what the fuck? Is this really... Like, yeah. would would that ever work? Like, that a zombie could go back to being a human again? Like, yeah. still dead, you know? Don't have a heartbeat or anything. It's a zombie. Yeah. But but there's something in the brain, like, yeah, he's coming back from the dead. Yeah, but I, I know the movie. Like, I watched a little bit of it. I got quite tired of it quite quickly because it was just meh. Here's the thing. Like, I've, I've seen it a couple so, times. So many bad zombie movies. Like, there's nothing like over the top like i said both zombieland and world war c great movies i'm i'm just thinking of games bad zombie games oh lord so have you guys ever heard of a game called lollipop chainsaw yes that's the most pervert game i can ever think of in a zombie apocalypse so there's this girl She's a cheerleader. And her name, or like her nickname is Lollipop. And this zombie apocalypse breaks out while she has like cheerleading practice. So she doesn't have the chance to get changed. And her boyfriend gets infected. So to save him, she cuts off his head. And has like this device where... She has his head on, and he still lives. Hmm. What the fuck? So she hang him on, like, the side of her belt like she has. Yeah. So she, he's, like, hanging by her hip, under the skirt, kind of-ish. I'm yeah. seeing pictures here, and I've never seen this before. And I kind of want to play the game. The game is so perverted and it's so fun at the same time. It has a good story, but it's very perverted and I like it. it it's just fun. Hmm. Go around, kill zombies with a chainsaw. Hmm. I mean, can I get better? And you get to play as a hot girl. Yes. Hmm. Like I've... And her name is Lollipop. Yeah. Like I've watched it a little bit and never felt like ah, I want to try this out. This, but nah, this is not for me. I want to see you stream this. <laughs> no. But I've been, I yes. played Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. Now I played Back 4 Blood. Uh, I played... Uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, Dead Rising uh, 1, 2, and 3. Uh, yeah. I never really felt like this is... Of course, Back 4 Blood is number one. 
but the, otherwise that is not very much. Of course, Call of Duty Zombies as well. That's always been good until now. <laughs> Shit. I mean, uh, Zombies has been great until Cold War, I would say. I did not play COD uh, or Black Ops 4, so I don't know about that one. But I uh, I also hated Black, Black Ops 3's uh, fucking zombie. It sucked ass. But I mean, like, the classics, I prefer... Like, I played a lot of COD zombie games. The classical one that they made was in, like, World at War. They started this thing. Yeah. I prefer Black Ops 1 zombies. That That's my favorite. That's the one where I started. Yeah. But I played World at War just to see how it all started. Yeah. Uh, Dire ice. Yeah. And I know something that me and Cass did before Back for Blood came out. We played a lot of Left for Dead 2. To like prep us for Back for Blood because we were so pumped yeah. for it to come out. True. But yeah, let's round this thing up. Yes. Yes. From talking apocalyptic shit that started out with a bit for, from Back for Blood over to Dead by Daylight and a bit of Metro. It is time for moments of the week, boys. So, Ricky, start it off. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, I haven't had any like lows that I can think of. The one I can think of, it's probably gonna be mentioned next time. Uh, since it happened just like two, three hours ago, mm. something like that. So yeah, yeah. Um, but let me see. I didn't have anything bad happen like that. <coughs> I've had this cough. I feel like that is a bad thing, I guess. <laughs> this cough. It's mm. annoying. So that's the low. Um, the high is actually... Um, I was fueling my car. And I saw this guy. He didn't speak a word of like Swedish. Uh, he spoke like really broken English. His wife spoke like really broken Swedish. And just a little bit of it. And uh, also very broken English. And they asked me if I could fuel their car just a little bit uh, to help them to get on their, like, travels and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just said, fuck it. Sure, I can do that. So I took my last money that I had. It wasn't much. It was, like, I think 3 to $5, maybe 6 I don't know how the currency changes over. Yeah, something like Whatever. that. It wasn't much, at least. So uh, I gave them that, they fueled for it, and uh, they were very happy about it. And they said, thank you, they wanted to give me like some ring, and I said, I don't, I don't want that. They tried to ask me if I wanted some food that they had, I, I said no, because I said like, I, I don't need any of that, I just want to help you guys, since nobody's helping you, I feel like if I can help you, I want to help you, so... That was the top because they were very happy that I helped and they like they thanked me and everything like that. So, yeah, that is my top. Hmm. Hmm. Cass. Back for Blood has been very good. We yes. have finished the game as mentioned. I think we did. It yes. was an hour ago we mentioned it, so I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was very good. We uh, I, it, It's been, uh, you know back and forth a little bit you guys uh, had progressed more and then you had to play again you know because i was a little bit behind did other stuff did work and and whatnot and yeah you know it's it, this week has been uh, real quick uh, it feels like it's not even over yet but it feels like the weekend is just around the corner which is probably which it probably is when this is out yeah but I feel like the, this whole month has gone real quick thinking about it, you know? Yeah, it, it really, yeah. It has been uh, super quick. But yeah, other than that, you know, any lows? Not really. Just has been... Uh... You got shot in the dick by a sniper. <coughs> yes. <clears throat> but last week I did mention, like, next week I will probably have something more, you know. But it's not really quite yet. But... Uh... I work at the vape shop and I will get uh, to like take over the vape shop, I guess you could say soon. 
Uh, I just want to mention that in the podcast too, because last week when recording the last episode, it wasn't really set in stone, I don't think. But now it is like uh, just uh, like less than a month left until I like I have taken over and I get more hours and I will be able to say that, you know, I have like a, a, a job, you know. Yeah. How does that feel, Cass? I don't know. It's a little bit stressful, but also I feel like cool about it. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Well, we are very proud of you, and we hope it's gonna go great. And all the listeners are also very proud of you. I know that because I know them all. Because I mean, you're like five people. <laughs> <laughs> Best I thing mean, is though that everyone they got to know us have told Cass. Well, good luck. Yeah. Because everyone who we have, or Cass have mentioned it to knows how much shit it is to deal with with that vape shop. <laughs> and no one has stands longer than at least two and a half years at a time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, me, yeah, as well, back for blood. It's been fucking amazing, been a hell of a lot of fun. A lot of late night screamings, but fuck yeah. Neighbors furious, getting evicted next month. Uh, Next week. It's been fun. Next week. So uh, how was it? Was the attic okay to sleep in there with you, Ricky? Uh, Yeah. Nice. If you can deal with the the ghosts and the spiders. I hate spiders. But ghosts are fine. Yeah, because I don't believe it. Maybe you meet my pet spider, Gunnar. Well, I'm sorry then, but he will burn. If you burn, Gunnar, then I'm absolutely in apocalypse. We'll shoot you first. <laughs> or shoot you on the spot. Who knows? Yeah. If you kill Gunnar, I will gun you. Gun- <laughs> ah, very funny joke. Yes, that's my last sentence of this episode. Bye. That's the best thing with this building. No one hears me, but I hear everyone else. Anywho, suppose this has been a long ass fucking episode. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, socials are Cure West Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys for still pushing on with this stuff. That means you too. And me as well, of course. And uh, yeah, we'll be in your ears again next week. Bye.